This episode of The Patch is brought to you by Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is ahead of the game when it comes to online ordering, whether it's from your computer, tablet, smartphone, or Xbox 360. Getting your favorites has never been easier or more fun. The Xbox 360 app uses Connect, so you can create the pizza you love using hand motions, your controller, or by voice command. And now, for a limited time, Pizza Hut is upping your game by giving you free Microsoft points every time you order through Pizza Hut Xbox 360 app. Score up to 4,000 points every time. Now that's how you make it great. This episode of The Patch is also sponsored by Hulu+. Plus. Hulu Plus lets you binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere, on your TV, PC, smartphone, or tablet. Support this podcast and get an extended free trial of Hulu Plus when you go to HuluPlus.com slash The Patch. That's HuluPlus.com slash The Patch. No, I was singing a theme song it's while we were watching it. The Patch. The Patch. Apache. You know, we used to do okay. We used to do the uh, theme songs sent in by the audience for right. the podcast yeah, yeah. way back in the day. They're still run at the end of the podcast now, don't they? Uh, yeah, but we don't hear them in the studio, so yeah. I forget that sometimes, yeah. I've never been on a podcast with you, Ryan. No. Ever. I have not. I'm excited. Where's my camera? Is that true? You guys, have, you guys have never been on a podcast together? No. Uh-uh. I've been on a podcast with both of you. I'm a level with you. It's okay. Yeah, medium. Yeah, I, I manly injected words into Bernie's conversation last time. I believe was the. <laughs> yeah, oh, you fucked me on that conversation. What? what was it? We were talking about something. We're talking about uh, the DRM issues. I, like even getting near this thing is like I don't want to talk about it because I got so much hate because they were. I was talking about something related to digital downloads or something uh-huh. like that, and Ryan suddenly turned to a conversation about the Xbox it. One's announcement issues with DRM, and that I. Then I was like, well, we're not talking about that. But this then he made a radical This comment. is what I did, is I grabbed the wheel, and I just veered off a cliff, and then jumped out of the car. That's nice. And of Bernie you. rode it down And you're that parachuting, and he's yep. just like, Ugh. If it were a cliff, I would have had a chance. It was a wall. We went straight into a wall. Bam. So, so obviously, what are we going to talk about today? GTA Five came out yesterday. There we go. And uh, I haven't all, heard about this. What? Tell me we've more. All, we've all been playing it solidly. Where are you up to, buddy? I'm really. I, this is. I've determined that I'm only going to play GTA Five when I'm uh, on the treadmill again. So I'm up to. Oh wow! Okay. I have gone seven point two five miles so far in two days. It's one of those games for that. Yeah. You know. What, you know. Why I'm doing it though. I'm going to track to see if I play all through GTA Five. Will I have walked farther than my character? Because that's <laughs> interesting. It keeps those stats. Yeah. You know what else I want to do? Since we're on the t- subject of weird stats in GTA, I wanted to have somebody like when everyone's familiar with the game finally have somebody do a speed run through the game. And then someone do a speed run through the game following all traffic laws, yeah. like stopping at red lights. We talked about doing a Let's Play uh-huh. in GTA 4 a long time ago. I wanted to do way, one with that. Not only that, but you take the map out of the box and use that as navigation. You have one person <laughs> just navigate on the map and the other person's driving. So you turn the HUD off. Yeah. Uh, can I tell you something about the, the HUD in GTA 5? Um, and just limited playing. And I know I'll adjust to it. I keep turning before my turn. Like, I, when there's a I right turn, yeah. I kick this right, and I realize, oh, I should have gone one more street than taking a right. They've Let- kind of angled it down a little bit, so it's not a flat view like it used to be. Yeah. Let and me- that does throw it off a little. <laughs> I have an opinion to make about right. GTA Five. I made this opinion earlier in the Achievement Hunter office. It was wildly unpopular. I don't like the driving. Um, I don't like the physics. Good knowing you. It's <laughs> too much like Saints Row. It's too cartoony. And then when you have Franklin and you go into that, like, helpful mode... That's even... Yeah, that's, that's just, just a ridiculous. complete thumb yeah. in the eye of physics. Yeah. Well, that's, that's not why they got rid of the DRM stuff from the Xbox. You understand why they did it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, I gotta say that. Yeah, it's, it's fun when you do that, right? You I know, just make I know somebody that, like, your bad opinion to make it even worse for you. I know that in GTA 4, you, you used the handbrake, and it was basically the, you know, the 720 spin button, yeah. like you said the Let's other day. Let's go Tony Hawk. Yeah. yeah. But um, 
Somewhere more in the middle, I think, would have been better. It seems to be way beyond what it needs to be at the moment. I would like some I, weight. Yeah, I, agree I would like you. it that when I slam a car at 90 miles an hour, it's more than just like a bumper yeah. dent. It feels, like, it feels way less satisfying to drive. Knocking people off bikes in, when you're driving in a car, not, not nearly as fun. They kind of just go like, and slide. Oh, no, I've seems, seen some pretty good ones. You may not have just... I got, I got killed hitting a damn curb. It seems like curb technology is now huge yeah. in GTA V. <laughs> it, it they feels like curbed medians in the middle of the road. Some of the way the rag, it basically feels it's to me like Red Dead with cars. It's ex- that exact physics engine where everything. Here's some footage of like a car that. driving here. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what you're talking about though. The it's turns twitchy. do feel way tighter and almost almost re- too realistically tight. Yeah, yeah. I'll give yeah, you but that. then and again, also flying is. Also, the, the, I've actually this, flown yet. Oh, I, you've gotten to the point where you're flying. I flew a chopper once. I'm not I much found. further than you, and yeah, yeah, you can fly a plane. And yeah, the, the only problem I have with it is. They have a lot of crosswinds, so you're constantly doing this and correcting for that, which is fine. I think but that's not only that, the skill of flying, though, isn't but it? But if like, you let go of the, the thumbstick, your plane just starts going into the ground. And while that may be realistic flying-wise, it's not a whole lot of fun to do. Yeah, it's always a big drawback is, yeah. do you make it more realistic or, and take away the fun, or do you make it more fun mm-hmm. and have people complain about it not being realistic? Yeah. There was something about diving out of a car in GTA 4 where Nico had kind of roll up into a ball mm-hmm. and kind of like protect himself and that would cause him to tumble and like flip <laughs> into the end yeah. like this. Now, you, you dive out of a car and it's just like... And you end up just sliding uh-huh. a long way and you don't tumble as much. And it's just less satisfying all around. Really? But the I game is die more from, from things. Like, I, I'm dying more in GTA V than I ever I, died. I get shot by strangers quite a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It is a brutal, brutal game. Yeah, I, I was mean, brutally violent. <laughs> well, as soon as you pick up Trevor... You know. Oh my god. That is, I haven't gotten to him no, yet. No we, spoilers, won't, we won't spoil but, yeah. it, but... Trevor is fucking harsh. introduction right? yeah. to Trevor. Good. Trevor is a character <laughs> that you definitely would say, no, you shouldn't see this if you're under a certain age. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. He is that level yeah. of Well, bad. he's... Uh, from what I'm having played it, he's in the first scene. He is. Yes. He? Yeah, okay. He's in the, so, pro, he's in the uh, prologue. Yeah. And he has a weird moment in the first scene where they're chattering in the car. And I gotta say, it's like the uh, art direction for GTA V and the voice acting uh, is, I think, tremendous. And well, it was really good in 4. Good. It was really good yeah. in 4. But the guys they hired to play Franklin and Lamar, especially, I fucking love those guys. <laughs> they're hilarious. Yeah. The way they talk to each other, it's like, they said they got real gangsters to do it, and it's just like, there's so much funny moments yeah. where they talk about, they just talk to each other, and they're basically, for my white guy saying it, talking gangster to each other. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, it's true. The, the transition, like, you'll, you'll be running, and you'll throw a punch, and usually in a game, you run and throw a punch, it's kind of like, and then you're punching. It's like, it's so transitional, the way they've done, uh-huh. I guess, the yeah. motion capture, and they've map that to whenever you hit the punch, you mm-hmm. kind of like lean into it and like yeah, you flow straight back. Everything's so smooth, and that's really good. Yeah. The story's amazing. To, just, me, to me, the environment, though, is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, I was walking down an alley. There was a turned-over plastic lawn chair. There's graffiti on the walls, very detailed, good-looking graffiti. And then there's some trash bags and some trash and a motorcycle that's, like, missing pieces. This is right next to Franklin's house. And I'm just like... Holy cow, it's yeah. like just the just what the artistic world. value of this alleyway that you're not even sure if you're going to find or not. When they first started te- talking the numbers of what this game cost, you know, it came out to be 290 something million, right? Is yeah, this is one of the, yeah, this How one much of that is marketing together? Uh, I would imagine well, that's what I was about to say though. Is if you look at the attention to detail that seems to be down every alleyway in yeah. this game, you start to actually see where did that 
uh, money go. And I think yeah. I read somewhere that the credits for this are 36 minutes long at the end. <laughs> really? Just running, you know, people that worked on it, which it I can see where a lot of that work yeah. went. What was the, uh, I'll look it up here, but what was the length of time uh, between GTA 4 and GTA 5? 2008 to 2013. 2013, so. Five years. Five years, yeah. yeah, give or take. I'm sure it came out later in the year, too. There's, listen, there's something else about GTA 5, which I know everyone's talking about. It's a big deal. But I think there's another thing at play here that's important to talk about, too, which is this is the last release for a major generation of gaming. I mean, there's not going to be... We'll have those consoles coming out in a month and a half, two months. I mean, it's right here. This is the last big AAA release of this generation. And to me, this is like... I hope it extends, but this is a golden age of gaming, where this this run of like the PlayStation 3, the Xbox 360, the Wii, and now the Wii U, it's just like, this was awesome. And Steam, you could say this was the era of Steam, too, because yeah. as as old as Steam is, it still got, kind of came into vogue, you know, in 2004, 2005, I think, um, you know, when the Xbox 360 came out. So it's just, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a great way to cap this generation. It's an amazing, amazing game. I have to say, I, I keep being amazed We've said amazing like eight times in the past 12 seconds. But every time That's in the amazing. past several months, <laughs> they've had uh, a game come out, and I look at it and go, well, that's as far as they could push it. Like, they finally hit the wall of what this console can do. And I feel like they keep stepping up their game little by little. Uh, and, I mean, I can see now where it's like, okay, here's where a new console will be great. But they've always... they've I've been shocked by how much they've been able to push my expectations of what that same piece of hardware could do. From the beginning to now, let's call it the end, even though they've still got a roadmap for several more games on the 360 even mm-hmm. at this point. But, yeah, you're right. The, the, the last of the big ones is done. Yeah, I always forget that they're still going to make games for 360 long after the ones. Yeah. Are, I, I keep forgetting. I, I, I don't know like what, had, but yeah. I guess Ghosts. I mean, they, they, st- they made FIFA 14 for the PS2. <laughs> you know, it's uh, when you were talking about the 36 minutes of credits on these uh-huh. AAA titles, it's amazing how much... Is it amazing? It's amazing. <laughs> it's the word of the day. It's, it's a good adjective. Yeah. It's incredible uh, that the amount of effort that goes into a game that is not something you see on screen. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who work on AI, the people who do like just streamlining of the pipeline of delivering the graphics to the screen. It's not all just art direction and voice actors and gameplay people and testers and all that. Um, and some of those people, those technical people that are way behind the scenes, they do amazing work. Amazing. Fuck, we're, we're screwed today. We'll name this name it's the, implanted in your brain now. The amazing patch. Um, <laughs> the thing about this is uh, with GTA V is on the 360, it's two discs. And on the P- PlayStation, it's one disc. And I was going to actually play this on PlayStation because it was di- available day one digital. And I have said a billion times how much I like digital games. Um, but they say on the Xbox, only install the first disc and play mm-hmm. from the second disc. Because apparently the way they have the pipeline set for delivering textures and everything else is that it reads from two sources. It reads from the hard drive and it reads from the disc. And you use both in conjunction. And you're not supposed to install the second disc because that affects the performance. I know it's just reading both from the same drive. Because they're yeah. reading from the same source. And there have been people that have actually done experiments with this. And instead of doing it like that, they do the first install and they install the disc to a USB drive. Right. And supposedly that's a little bit of a performance increase. But uh, I saw the side-by-side video somebody posted... I didn't really notice a whole lot. It would only be slight frame rate, though, wouldn't it? It wouldn't make it look any better. I think the the main thing they're talking about is how fast the textures... You know, sometimes you'll get to something and the texture hasn't popped in yet. Yeah, yeah. That it's supposed to maybe help with that, but 
I'm, I'm totally happy with how it is. But when we're talking about like stuff that we were mentioning earlier, like you're walking down an alley, and here's a reflective puddle, and here's uh-huh. a turned over lawn chair. It's like, that's such a level of complexity as well. Now they introduce of like, where does the lawn chair go? Does it go on the hard drive or does it go on the disc? It's like all these things. It's like, it's just when you, when you have just one little bit of complexity added in, uh-huh. but then multiplied times, what do you think there are? Hundreds of thousands, maybe millions yeah. of, of assets in the game. My gun's really on the lot. disc, but my bullets are on the drive. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like, well, your character, when he's alive, he's playing from the hard drive. When you're dead, you <laughs> flop over the disc. Please insert disc two to reload. And that's always that's been a story going way back because when they introduced, at least on the 360, uh, the ability to install to the hard drive, so you didn't have to use your disc drive. I remember that Bungie had to come out with an announcement saying, "Don't install Halo 3." to your hard drive because it was still a popular game when that feature came out they said we did not optimize this game to be yeah. played on the hard drive we optimized it for the disc and placed the assets on the disc for reading uh-huh. so that it would be optimized pushing the hardware to the limits uh-huh. and, so, and if you install it on the hard drive you lose that optimization it's just like oh. different games are coded so differently from one another that that can be a huge impact for one developer and not at all for another one. And that's somebody's life like making that decision <laughs> and figured out that how to do that right. And we would have never known that if the install the hard drive feature had not come out. Yeah. That's crazy. But I ended up not getting it on digital because oh, really? it was all installed in one source. Also. Okay. Well, like, I mean, I assume that it was working differently with the PS3, but is it not? I there's mean, some. There's, there's people who have reported uh, that, no, the PS3 it installs the install part, it installs to the hard drive, and it also runs the disk. On the disk version, if you go all digital, you don't get that. And so there are people who are reporting they get, like, texture popping. Okay. If they install Which everything. is what they're saying don't do it for, so... Right. If they, if they do everything from digital download. Also, day one digital is not, it's not ready yet. Go ahead. For example, what? the iFruit app. Digital... The game just turns on, and nobody can get that thing to work just because of the sh- brute force amount of people trying to use it at once. doesn't bloody work. Okay. Two different things. I hear what you're saying, though. I hear what you're That's saying. That's a digital release of a Grab product. Grab the wheel, Bernie. Push him over the cliff. It's so, I think you don't know why the Xbox... No. <laughs> For example, <laughs> iOS 7 came out today. Tried to download it. Can't. Servers are just maxed out. Yeah. Well, you're saying... So I, so I downloaded... Uh, when I got Last of Us, I got, I got a day one digital on my PS3. The first day... When I did, and you could install it on two different consoles. The first day when I downloaded on launch day, it took me seven and a half hours to download it. The second time I installed it, it took me 45 minutes. Really? <laughs> yeah, it was that much of a difference. From the same lo- location, same internet connection. Yeah, same thing. Wow. Was, did both from my house. Hmm. So, and it was, yeah, it was dramatically different. I think one was even just like seven or eight days later. You but, don't always think about what, you know, you're, usually people are focused on your side of the pipe. Like, I've got X bandwidth on my side, but it's situations like that where you get to understand. Oh, yeah, their side has a, a bandwidth cap as well. And it's only so much room through that pipe. What else can you tell us about your pipe? Well, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> that lean in. That was awesome. The, uh, yeah, but that's, that's something that happens with anything. Like, every time they release an MMO and, you know, it's, it's anytime there's a major release that has a server or back-end component, there's always going to be that error that yeah. comes back to haunt unless they, unless they buy <laughs> the developer. A, unless they buy enough servers for day one that then go completely unused for the rest of that thing's completely, life. Completely. You'd have to probably like quadruple the amount of servers you really need just for that first day. Well, you know, um, we did a game time together. I still want to do a game time with you. Uh, one of the most informative game times, for me at least, was the one I did with E from Xbox Live. E. The, yeah, E. <laughs> Eric from Xbox Live. And so he was talking about... Um, how they handle digital delivery 
of big titles on day one and how they handle like even like Netflix when you know a popular movie comes out. Mm-hmm. It's like these content delivery networks and how they do it. So you could hire up a content delivery network uh, to help you do it. Um, I don't know if it would work that same way for games though. For if you could it's do still that. ones and zeros, isn't it? Theoretically, but you know, game companies even more so than movie companies are very protective about giving away their code and exposing that to the world, especially before the game comes out. They are really, really secretive. You've worked with both video game companies and movie companies, I mean, yeah. studios. Which do you think are more protective of stuff? I mean, I, in my experience, video game companies are, yeah. yeah, they're over the top. We've had games in here where we had to get our security of our building certified, you know. And we, we don't often get pre-releases of movies, but I get a movies that are like, at screenings that are three weeks before the movie comes out, I don't give a... They have a guy with, like, a night vision camera in there, but that's yeah. about well, it. I mean, I've I only mean, ever been on the, the set level, like, when they're actually shooting a movie. Well, that's when... absolutely can't take any pictures or anything. Right. But I guess if you steal a bit of footage, though, you've just got that bit of footage. If you steal a game asset, you can, you've got everything you could do with that game asset. So there's a lot more usability to that kind of stuff that you, true. if you get your hands on it. It's when I have, I have like, I've done two visits to the Hobbit set. Uh, on our, when we went, went our trips down to Australia, I took a bunch of pictures and they were totally fine with it. But they said you can't post them until the movies are done. So literally, I have pictures that I couldn't show for three years <laughs> of stuff. You know, yeah. and you know, it's, you probably would be familiar with some of the stuff because it's in the books. So um, there's a dragon, no. <laughs> <laughs> which I haven't seen by the way. I haven't seen. I'm really, I'm super excited about the new Hobbit movie because mm-hmm. I can't wait to see Smaug the dragon. We that was Brandon that was with me when we did that visit. I went to the set with you. I made the mistake of calling the dragon Smog in the presence of the dialect coach. And she was like, excuse me. Did she have a ruler that she she beat me with? She might as well well smack my my, my knuckles with a ruler. No, it's Smog is the name of the dragon. It's very important to pronounce it correctly. Was there a pronunciation guide somewhere in Tolkien's early work that I missed that is like, Smog? There are probably people that have dissected that and have like the correct pronunciation and the lexicon of everything in the Tolkien <laughs> world. So. Uh, so, you're enjoying it so far? GTA 5? I am. I like, I like the story a lot. I gotta say, I watch every cutscene. Rarely do I then go into playing that mission and know what the hell I'm doing. I feel like the cutscenes don't relate at all to what I'm about to do. Like, the one where you, uh, you go and mess with a CEO. Haven't seen oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Presentation. No spoilers. Don't run it. The, what happened in that, I had no idea that that's what we were doing. Well, yeah, I think that was part of the, the guides of that mission, though. Yeah. I, I will say they've really upped the, the, the volume of shock moments in this yeah. game so far, and I'm not even that far into this it. Game, but I think we're veering dangerously into spoiler territory. Yeah. I'm getting nervous. And no, I, I'm not going to say what happens, just shocking things happen. I'm two missions in, basically, at this point. Yeah. That's it. Which, Which, that's even hard to explain, like, you know, because of the number of side missions, the number of alternate ways I'm, you can do I'm it. not even to the other people yet. Uh-huh. You yeah. can do a cool comparison on your friends list. Have you done it where it shows the uh, little ring? And percentage of like missions and what? You know what somebody posted online? No. That it shows what you're doing in GTA. So people can see oh. when you're in the strip club. <laughs> and so it's like people are concerned about that from like a creep level, creep privacy level. Like, oh, you're in the strip club again. Imagine a wife getting annoyed with a husband because he's virtually in a strip club somewhere. Right. But she's Stalking just watching Netflix. Xbox Live. So, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're back there again playing the mini game. Uh, but no, I, it's an incredible game. Honestly, it's so much fun to play. Aside from the minor physics foibles and uh, I, I have not been bored for a second they, there's so much variation to what you're doing I like that they've definitely escalated the gruesomeness I yeah. did a wheel spin through a puddle and I thought wow you actually you go from mm. sp- spraying dirt up to spraying water up that's, that's pretty cool that's pretty cool did it over a dead dude blood get you out of here spray blood from your wheels 
Then I shotgun the dude into a river. Just you saw me uh-huh. do this. I was just shelling this corpse, and uh, blood just started drifting from his body, and blood was floating down the river. And cool. I was like, oh god, this is gruesome. That's crazy. It's great. Like, Water in, in this game. Also in, yeah. The thing we just showed on the screen, them walking down the alley, just sitting back and being able to watch it. I see a puddle, a reflective puddle. Uh-huh. And it's just like I didn't, I wouldn't have noticed that. It's yeah. the game is like for it's just as taken as an urban simulator is pretty fucking crazy. I'm avoiding the word amazing. <laughs> you know, but it's, it's really impressive. Uh, it's really impressive. But I tell you, it's something that I'm having a problem with. Um, the, only, the reason I'm on only mission number two mm-hmm. is because when you play the missions, after you finish it, it goes, oh, you got a bronze. And I'm like, yep. what does that mean? And it's like, oh, here's four things, for, like check boxes that you should have done during the mission yeah. to get a goal. But they didn't tell you that before. No. You and, get it at the end. Okay. Or during. Why don't they do that? Also, because they want you to do it again. Yeah, for just replayability. Yeah. It's also spoilers, too. Like, I would check yeah. that list every time I played a mission true. for the first like, time. If it said, blow this guy point. up within 30 seconds, it's a spoiler. Yeah. It is a spoiler, yeah. right? Yeah, so you play the mission, and then, I, by the way, I always get bronze. I don't get anything, also, even by accident. And then, I, and then I, I find myself having to go back and do it. But if it's a game this big, I can tell you that there's, like, as an achievement guy, where I'm 100% or like Ray is, I'm not on his level, but I want to know what I'm supposed to do. And it's really great because you can go back and replay the mission as much as you want, uh-huh. and you can get the checkboxes on different runs through the yeah. mission. It was okay, the so exact same Tony. in Ballad of Gay Tony. It was the same way. I, I, I never played that. Gold Star. Oh, it was amazing. I always heard it was amazing. And, um, yeah, I think the, the reason is, is that if, for example, at the beginning it says get 20 headshots, you're not going to be focusing on that mission. You're just going to be focusing on shooting heads. It's and very true. I think it's going to ruin the first time you play that. So I think that's, they deliberately leave it out just so you get... You play it how you want, you get full enjoyment, uh-huh. and then afterwards it's like a mini-game. Yeah, and then you don't have to get all of the... I don't think you have to get all golds to get the 100% either. It's, there's a it's cutoff, like 70% right? or something, wasn't it? Something like that. Uh, one of the achievements is 70 gold medals. Yeah. Oh, 70, yeah. Gold but medals. that's 70 missions. Out of 100 and... But that also includes... I think that includes hobby stuff, like shooting gallery golds. And there's a freaks and things, yeah. All this freaks and geeks side mission. Not freaks and geeks, it's freaks and... Strangers and... Strangers, and, yeah. strangers and freaks. But the, uh, I, so I've been going back and I've been trying to do uh, those like immediately. Like, I don't want to end up having to do like the really? whole game again, gold. Because you only need 70, I'm going to play the whole thing, see how many I have, and then just do the ones that Which, are by the way, will be none. I've gotten some. Yeah. You've gold, you gold some of them? Yeah. yeah. I mean, some of them are kind of easier. Yeah. But there's some that are like run the mission in like six minutes, and I did it in 15 and a half minutes. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to go back and do that. I got, I got no clue. Let's read an ad. Uh, I'm pulling it up here, so oh, thanks for okay. telegraphing it. Let's <laughs> talk about you about to read it. Moneymaker iPad. Are you going to do it in your normal voice or a bit cheeky? I'm checking. I got to check my email here. Okay. So, you guys, can, you guys can message me and tell me uh, what my ad read is to, for today. Make sure I'm doing the right ones. But the uh, I want to talk about something else, um, right. and that is, and this is going to potentially. Oh, oh, actually, before we get too far away from it, uh, one thing that does distract me during the mission is that. You know, the games now, the way they're designed is that they teach you how to play the game by having you play the game. Right. And like, oh, a guy comes out and you shoot him and you learn how to shoot in this game. Or you jump in a car and now you're learning how to drive. The top left corner of GTA V is a constant barrage of information and data. <laughs> too small and too quick to read, too, right? It's too much. And it's, critical. Yeah. And, yeah, cr- and it is critical. It really mess you up not to have some of that. You but do end up having to play the game almost yeah. like this, like checking like your rearview mirror uh-huh. in a In sense. the menu, like, if you go to brief... And then scroll down to notifications, you can see everything that it just said. Okay, that's great. You can great. read it at your leisure. And I've done that a few times because it's just been like, I've been like, uh, uh, uh-huh. oh, what? what uh? <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are some missions where it's like, I mean, right off the bat, you're driving 
chasing something and having to shoot something on the thing you're chasing, and that it's it's a, yeah. a crazy crazy mission. Like they throw you right into it. Mm-hmm. That it, moment where you become Trevor was one of the most I'm, disorientating things that happened to me while I was playing. It's because I accidentally oh, yeah. skipped the cutscene. Really? That whole thing. So I was playing as Franklin, went over to Michael's house, uh-huh. and then did a cutscene, and all of a sudden I skipped it, and I'm Trevor in the <laughs> desert. I'm like, what did I miss? <laughs> I had to reload and go back, and boy, was that It's not like you got abducted scene. by redneck aliens. You do not want to miss that cutscene. No. <laughs> or yeah. maybe you do, if you like humanity. Yeah. There's a lot of moments in games where if you skip the cutscene, uh-huh. you're just left spinning around confused. Uh-huh. There's one in Halo 2 where you put your Master Chief, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, Skip the cutscene, you're the arbiter. And it's like, <laughs> what? What happened? Well, there was a twist. Well, you just uh, missed it. <laughs> I'm Back an alien now. Yeah. They should just give you a button whenever one of those cutscenes happens as like, oops, I canceled. <laughs> yeah. Abort. Back up. You know, I have to say, though, too, is that the, uh, the rock star at the beginning, uh, uh-huh. the, wherever you do it, they do the, the opening slate. Yeah, and then they do Rockstar and Rockstar North. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not skippable. I, nope. At some point, that isn't. For some reason, my disc is ruined. I, I can play GTA maybe once every ten times that I try because I get a disc read error. That opening logo never plays. Really? It, it Basically, I get a load of pixels at the top, and in the uh, speakers, it's like... Is the disc then, or is it your drive? I don't know. But then it shows up with all the small text. It's like, huh. all right, I guess that was... I've, I've still never seen that five-star thing and logo. You're thing. not missing much, honestly. Yeah. I've seen it on someone else's. I haven't yeah. seen it on my own copy. Now, I'm, I'm busy trying to skip it. I mean, listen, i got a lot of respect for Rockstar. They've made an incredible work of art. Also, just leave the disc in and just never take it out. What's that mean? Well, you let me see it once that way. Oh, you mean just never turn off the game? Yeah. Just never turn off your Xbox is what you're saying? He's saying leave it on and leave yeah. it running. No, because I switch up too much. Like, don't you go from playing switch it at home up. to playing at work? I do. See, what yeah. the Xbox needs is a low power mode. <laughs> Sorry. <that's-> <laughs> <laughs> Ryan? My, my Xbox at home has been on for like, the last two years. I was like, hey, that's a nice fire you've got. There's some gasoline <laughs> for that. Vaseline? Is that good for fire? <laughs> it is where I come from. So it gets rid of the burning sensation. It's nice and oozy. Those slippery flames. Ah. <laughs> they turn blue, maybe? Gross. Uh, but yesterday there was kind of a, uh, there was kind of a hubbub about, um, uh, on the PC on Steam, <laughs> Volition, the makers of the Saints Row franchise, they put out their... Gat 5 oh, <laughs> free yeah. DLC. So Gat 5 is now available on PC. And Gat like, as in Johnny Gat. As in Johnny Gat, the character from Saints Row. Played by Jin from Lost. Yeah? Yeah. Really? Is that right? What oh, nationality that. is that dude? Doesn't he have an Korean. accent? No, he's, he's American. He's American. He speaks an American accent. And so he's an American guy that played a uh, guy who didn't speak English yeah. for at least a long time on Lost. Did he learn Lost. Korean for that role? Or at least... I think that's what it was. Yeah. I knew there was something interesting about the language on Lost uh-huh. for him. I thought I was going to go so far as say he was British, but I that's if, the I black dude two, on the wire. Two Koreans, does he have an American accent when he speaks Korean? Huh. That's a good question. I know a really smart dude who's Asian, and he goes over to do business in Asia for merchandise and things like that. And just random stuff. And he has a translator that he hires whenever he goes. And that people, when they see him, because he's Asian, and then there's someone talking for him, they're like, he says, it's borderline, they think I'm mentally handicapped, is, what, is how it feels. That so they look at me like, oh, you... They're just like, we understand what the translators say, but what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Well, you too good to talk to me? <laughs> there's a char- Don't look at me. <laughs> there's a character like that in... Uh, do you guys ever watch uh, uh, the Netflix show um, Orange is the New Black? I think I saw the first episode. Yeah. Do you know what's interesting about that? Something that I read? Go ahead. The main actress, the, the woman... Piper? 
Or do you mean the, the, the character or the actress? The wife or the... The one, the one who's in all the trailers. The main one. Oh, yeah, but the character. character or the actress, though? Doesn't matter. Same okay. person. Piper is the character. Okay, yeah. She finished filming that and then went, went back to being a waitress. Really? <laughs> so you mean the actress, not the character? Because the character didn't stop and go... <laughs> no, I mean, you know who I'm talking about. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> it's actually a true story. Uh, it's gonna make a really weird second season, first episode. It's she was in prison. Same. Now she's uh, waitress. Waiting tables. Now back to prison. No the characters like it was between seasons. I needed work. <laughs> if, if I don't know the name of the actress or the character, then it doesn't matter. I hear it's you. that one. I hear you. Yeah. Well, the lady person. Yeah. It, another interesting thing about that, and we, we can tie this back into the patch, is that Netflix is refusing to release numbers for it. They're saying we huh. don't have advertisers, we don't have subscribers. Uh, we don't have to report for royalty purposes, so we're not going to tell you how many people are watching That's the smart. show. Yeah, they're like, we're not going to fall for this. We're not going to do I it. I mean, they're not part of any big government thing that everyone has to abide big to. They're government just like, thing. I don't know, like TV, like TV views is like a What public... do you think the t- rest of TV is run like? Is it there's like I don't know, a don't they have department to of TV that's they, all networks... watching your numbers? <laughs> networks have to report their numbers there, right? Is there like, like a, an agent <laughs> that sits outside your window looking in your window like, what is he watching tonight? <laughs> well, no, I mean, Gavin has there. a good point that the... Uh, FCC uh, runs the broadcast, uh-huh. you know, so I yeah, guess... Yeah, so they have to know everyone's numbers, but because Netflix Do doesn't... They? Don't they? For what? No, because I don't think who records those numbers, but a private entity does that. The Nielsen company that's does that. That's the thing that I've always thought was but they, retar- but they, really they, silly about the way we track that thing, is the Nielsen thing is garbage. very weird. I mean, no, it's, it's garbage. It's a system where they just hand out boxes to random assortment of people, which is one of those things where, you know, a people... A sampling. Will, oh, so yeah. it's a small sample of... Yeah, very oh, small. Like when, say, they get one of these shows to come back on the air, and then... They say nobody watches it. Well, the people that are interested in it are probably, you know, the smaller sci-fi shows, probably so not the people they that, that have the if, Nielsen box. If they have all the data from all the actual views, why they would don't. They, they don't. They do. This, is, this is a legacy system they had in place back when everything was broadcast. There was no way to... Yeah, but is there no system now that will tell you... Well, that's why they, a lot of people like the... Well, I mean, for as much as they like the things like Netflix, Hulu... Those online things, because you can't actually track the viewership, like well, who's the, watching it. In the UK, they can track views. Speaking of, of Hulu, in the UK, they like trade. Hulu Plus lets you watch thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. Stream it on your TV or on the go with your smartphone or tablet. Why stand in line or ride a train and just stare at your feet? You could be watching your favorite shows on Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus is a great way to binge watch your favorite shows. Hulu Plus has tons of episodes from great comedies like SNL, Community, Modern Family, South Park, Family Guy, and thousands of other shows. Hulu is also rolling out original programming like The Awesomes, an animated show for adult featuring inspired comedy from Seth Meyers of SNL. The star-studded cast includes Bill Hader and Keenan Thompson, also from SNL. Watch it now on Hulu. Hulu Plus is only $7.99 a month, and right now you can try Hulu Plus for a couple of weeks for free on us when you go to HuluPlus.com slash The Patch. HuluPlus.com slash The Patch. I want to thank Hulu for once again supporting The Patch, the new podcast here at Rooster Teeth. What's Hulu Plus? Okay, here's what it is. <laughs> it's very In troubling. the copy for the ad, these motherfuckers <laughs> that they put out there, look at this. Hulu, Hulu Plus has. Hulu Plus Hulu has. Plushes. Yeah. They they put they miss a space between Hulu <laughs> Plus and Hash. Nice. Is that why you deliberately read it that way, or did you just you couldn't help it? Yeah, did I read his plush? Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, how would I know? The, it's the little cuddly version. Because I did it last week, and people got on me about it. But what's, uh, what is Hulu <laughs> Plush? Uh, yeah, it's like you know, back in the day, TiVo had the little plushy mascot. It's the same thing they have for Hulu. I do like how all these uh, Netflix and Hulu are both doing their own series now. Dude, I do I, like that. One. It is really cool. It's the future mm-hmm. of it's the future of where all this stuff is going. I don't uh-huh. know if it's. Um, I heard rumors that Netflix outbid AMC for 
Saul Goodman the show. Whatever. Really? Yeah. Saul Goodman spinoff. Let me see, let me say let me say something about that. Come back to that in a second, but I'm, okay. I'm going to debate whether or not it's spoilerish because I I think I've identified a potential spoiler for Breaking Bad. Yeah, with that fucking announcement, and I don't I don't know if it's uh I don't know if I want to talk about it because I came to a conclusion. Well, it's I'm a like, pre, it's a prequel though. Okay, it's a prequel. What does that tell you? That he he was alive before the events of Breaking Bad. That he's alive. Why wouldn't they film something after Breaking Bad or concurrent with Breaking Bad? Why wouldn't they do that? Because Why would they make it a prequel? It's about how he became to be Saul Goodman. Okay. He's a broken man People at like the end of Breaking the, Bad. The fall. Yeah. Okay. All right, that makes sense. I was worried that it, why not take the character who's obviously the actor Bob Odenkirk who plays him, and they're going to continue afterwards. Why don't they just continue with Saul Goodman since it'd be harder to make him younger unless they can't well, for yeah, some reason. You know, That's evil what, is the sort of the Benjamin Button effect where he's just going backwards. Who like, is that? Yeah, yeah, you know. Benjamin Bob Button. Odenkirk? Yeah, he's going backwards through time. Oh, I see. Older and younger. That would be a really weird twist to the end of Breaking Bad if Saul Goodman suddenly starts aging backwards. That's how good that meth is, apparently. <laughs> That's how good it is. Yeah, but Hulu Plus, one of the things I always like about it, always want to mention it when we talk about Hulu, is the fact that they do game trailers on there as well, or gaming videos as well. So if you ever want a repository for finding like the latest gaming footage, uh, you can go to Hulu to grab that, and I, and I love it. It's not part of the Hulu Plus service. Uh, you don't need it for that. You can go to straight Hulu for it, but it's one of the things I've always liked about it. Doctor Who, by the way, is on Hulu Plus. So, my, listen, Ashley is going to, she's trying to make me a Doctor Who fan no matter what. Although she, you know what, she did show me Sherlock the other day. Being and a happy Sherlock. Which one? The, the one with, uh... Benedict Cumberbunch? Yeah. Cumberbunch. Or whatever his name is. Cumberbatch. And, uh, Martin Freeman. Yeah, it's really and good. It's tremendous. Yeah. It is really tremendous. And the new, next season's coming out soon. I actually, uh... They're already filming. I almost worked on that one as well. Because there is a slow-mo scene at the end of the TV show as well, but I was not available to shoot it. Although I can say as a writer that they do something in that show which bugs the shit out of me, which is you can make anyone seem brilliant by starting with something and then reverse engineering all the observations to make it the case. And it's like all the observations he goes through, it's like, okay, well, yeah, well, if you said it, you know, if you, if you write it that right. way, and you're like, he's so smart. You know, it's just like, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, like, they put this in the corner, they do something like that. It's like... But that's it, how every show... I know, yeah. I know, every it's such a part of that show, though, man. Crime yeah. formula. Do you see what? Do you see the crime before it happens on that one? Is it like a who done it, or is it a how do you catch him, whatever the, they call it? No, it's just like I think it's like a straight mystery. Yeah. Like they come across yeah. a dead body, and then there's another dead body, uh, and they link yeah. together, and then they form a case. I never understood go, the shows. That I've just seen show two episodes, you, so I can't. Really. They just show you that some shows just show you the murder right before, and it's about how they catch the dude. I think well, that's, that's the, like that's the, the format CSI of CSI. Thing, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Which Columbo. I've always wondered if those shows aren't kind of like a, a law enforcement subversive attempt to make criminal, criminals stupider and more cautious. Because <laughs> like, they'll, yeah. they'll show the same kind of idea that the criminal will have over and over again, make the same mistake, so the criminals maybe think, oh, that's how crime's done. Yeah. And then the cops always have like super technology that is from the future and can detect everything and sniff out. I think out. The, uh, the best show like I've the seen... the fucking cops in GTA. <laughs> yeah. I don't like they that. They are hard to avoid. They are hard to get away from now. They're easy. You're... What? There, there are people... that Jeff and Gavin both breeze. have that experience where they just get away from you got to do? I just can't. drive down I'm an familiar. alley or drive yeah. into a parking lot and then... I do that. And then get I'm out of your car. I'm weaving through alleys. I'm, like, getting out of the car. I'm climbing a building, jumping, parachuting like, off, getting in a clown costume. I mean, they're <laughs> fucking after me. I can't Sky get hooking, starting family. <laughs> the, uh, that Alaska. little scope... <laughs> that scope on the radar that they have when they drive uh, by, that little... Thing. Yeah, it's just getting rid of that. Getting that. But point. that can go right over you as long as you're vi- like as long as no line of sight. They still like, I could be right that's next to a cop. I was under a freeway. A cop drove over me on the freeway, and I got busted. That is bull. That's bullshit. You're right? talking anus right there. Oh, you think I'm lying? Yeah. 
Well, now I'm mad. Before I was just upset, but now I'm mad. I've literally just been looking at a cop go like this, like, what? I just see a glimpse of him, and it's just like, can't see me. I'm high up. Or yeah. I'm looking over a railing. Well, to be fair, if you turn sideways, you disappear. As, you a, as person, a person. Not quite disappears. Yeah, all right. <laughs> but we were talking about GTA, uh, or GAT5, the uh, Steam release by Saints Row. Um, and it, it got me thinking. It's a, it's, they're clearly thumbing their nose at uh, Rockstar. Something. Thumbing something, yeah. And, you know, they're pointing out, oh, the GTA V is not available. And they're kind of, like, playing a switcheroo. But they can't even get accused of, like, bait and switch because it's for free when they made the announcement. So, uh, obviously, it's a very well-thought-out publicity uh-huh. event and press release and, you know, gets people talking about it. But it really does make me stop and pause and... You know, I like Saints Row. I enjoy that franchise a lot. I think it's a lot of fun, and I do think it's coming to its own. But it did start initially as a clone of the, G- the GTA series, the Grand Theft Auto series. Yeah, it, it did like start an, that an way. Unapologetic clone. It was just it knew it and it loved it. Yeah. W- which is like here's a here's a great game. It's in a genre all unto itself. This urban simulator, uh, and we're just going to make one like it. That's what it seemed to be like. And it took until Saints Row Two for me to really like it. Um, but, you know, and I think that's kind of acceptable. I think we all kind of realize that at a certain level of idea, you can't copyright it and can't patent it because it's such a high-level idea yeah. that we're going to make a game about a city. You know, it's like yeah. un- unto itself, that's, that's such a high-level thing. It'd be like saying, we're going to have a space shooter. We're the only people who can have a mm-hmm. space shooter. There's no such thing as that. Which is really dangerous ground, too, if you're game companies because so many of the ideas do kind of cross over that you start enforcing that on one somebody may come after you later for your game that is sort of similar to some other game. and Yeah, I mean, there's such a hierarchy there that seems like it'd be a dangerous precedent to start going after people for too much similarity. But it just calls to mind for someone like me who likes the series when they do something like this. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel like I'm reminded of... It doesn't fall in the category of infringement or mm-hmm. any of the legal terms with it, but it does fall in that generic term of it's a ripoff. You know what I yeah. mean? And it does... Uh, Saints Row, I don't like being reminded of the fact that this thing is essentially a ripoff of GTA. And I, it's like, over a certain amount of time, does that just go away? But how is that different to something that's based on something? Go ahead. What do you like what? Well, like with Red vs. Blue is using Halo. Yeah, but that's the thing. is like With Red vs. Blue is a good example. It's, it's a, what's called a derivative product, where it's like uses Halo to make it. We consciously made the effort to not... Uh, do things that were part of the Halo universe as part of Red vs. Blue. Like, like competing content. Or like just like, like try not to use too much elements. Like we yeah. even mentioned Master Chief once in the entire 11 and a half year run of the series now. Um, it's, it's, and it's also like we wouldn't do anything to like... It's, a, it's not the same thing because we, we didn't like position ourselves against Halo ever. And we would never do something that's like poke fun at Halo or like try to misguide people yeah. mm-hmm. or like put a po- point out the fact that Halo's not available on PC so here's your downloadable yeah. Halo no, with yeah, a zero you know what I mean we wouldn't do that <laughs> you know um, but the, and there's other things like that I mean you could pick a lot of video game franchises that are you know obviously derivatives are inspired by each other I guess also with what you've done is one is a game and one's a show so it's not like it, mm-hmm. that's impossible for that to happen really yeah. different mediums if anything you, make the, you can make the case that Red vs. Blue is a spin-off property more than anything else it's not like it's not like we positioned it against it ever or said oh this thing's really cool let's make this just like this thing you, you know? could say it's probably the most successful spin-off that ever happened what what are the spin-offs well, oh, no, no, no. Joey well, show. it was Fraser right yeah Fraser was Ooh. huge uh, I think <laughs> yeah Joey was <laughs> Joey the, from Friends yeah. yeah did anyone ever has anyone anywhere on the planet seen an episode of Joey uh, I don't know you'd probably have to look really hard I bet it's on Hulu write your answers on a postcard send them in 
No, Red vs. Blue has, does have some weird, like, classifications of things. Uh-huh. Like, um, they always tell us, like, what the biggest Hollywood movie is by budget. Like, oh, mm-hmm. this, like, uh, Paranormal Activity costs, you know, $50,000 to film, and it made $200 million. And X percentage of its budget, it's the most successful movie based on its budget, right? right. Relative. But Red vs. Blue was, you know, it was, I had to buy an extra controller. Four, four <laughs> Xboxes and... Four I mean, TVs, right? But if I talk about the budget of Red vs. Blue, I have to make up stuff to put in there. Like, I have to uh-huh. count the PC that I already had. You know what I mean? It's like try to figure out yeah. what the initial budget of Red vs. Blue it's the was. It's the same when you make a YouTube video. It's like if a video gets tons of views, you make a lot of money on the video. Yeah. And uh, my, my, my most successful video is one of my cheapest to make. I, I spent 15 quid on a balloon. Yep. That was it. That was my cost. <laughs> you had a... I had a thousand yeah. quid camera yeah. to film it. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's like with Red versus Blue, it's like I had a $1,500 computer. I had a $300 Xbox. And I also had a game that cost about $12 million to produce. <laughs> you know? So it's like, yeah. so it's, you know, it's like, where do you get the budget yeah. numbers from A bunch from of friends things. that would work for free. Yeah. So. Yeah, I so. cheated. You had to have an idea. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it's one of those things where you did look at that stuff. But no, I'd say the most successful spinoff properties... I know that as something that spawned other spinoffs, there's an American show called All in the Family, and it spun off a lot of different shows. Like, it spun off The Jeffersons, um, a lot of different things. I I have to look it up to see. Wasn't there something like Happy Days spun off something? I forget. There's all. Technically, you could say The Simpsons is a spinoff of that other show. Carol Burnett show. Tracy Tracy Ullman. Tracy Ullman, that's it. Yeah. Um, Because that was just an animated segment in a mm -hmm. sketch show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It then ran longer. Oh. and then wasn't Cheers? Did, would, did Cheers come out of something else? Maybe I'm misremembering that too. That'd be All cool. If the family was a spinoff. Is there a, a is there a second generation spinoff of something? What if there was a character in Joey that got a spinoff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never know. Like you can do those things. Like there's major. There's a whole list on Wikipedia of, of spinoffs. When, spin-offs when is, from uh, shows. When is Caboose the movie coming out? <laughs> <laughs> the Caboose Chronicles. <laughs> Because uh, that was written by Caboose, like his personal diaries. Yeah, <laughs> we can oh, go yeah. back and reshoot the entire series God, uh, from his perspective. In crayon. So, what, what, what was the question? Again? What was the show? Uh, Happy Days, I think, had a spinoff. Oh, uh, Mork and Mindy was a spinoff from Happy Days. Was it? Okay, that's a weird show. Speaking of which, Robin, we're way off gaming, but Robin Williams is back to TV now. Is he? Yeah, he's got a show coming up. So, Happy, da- Happy Days yeah. spun off Joni and Chachi. That was. Wildly Joey popular. And uh, Mork and Mindy, Blansky's Beauties, and Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff from Happy Days. So, so basically, just two that's characters the most put together. Is it? <laughs> you take every character, pair them off, you got a show. Yeah, they probably should do that with Achievement Hunter. All right, Let's Jack and Ryan. <laughs> no one will know who's talking. Uh, but jumping back a little bit for here for a second. Yeah, sure. So we're Let's talking get back about on topic. Uh, Saints Row and then GTA. So, correct me if I'm wrong here, but Saints Row. Saints Row, the original, came out in the time when there wasn't a GTA title. It was really before GTA right? Four. It was okay. it was the first big sandbox on the 360, I think. So they they got it in there first, yeah. and, and it was, at the time there wasn't an alternative. It was good as well. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And then once GTA and Rockstar got their stuff over onto that platform, it, it seems like that's when you start to see the divergence where it became more of a parody. And I think that's where it's it's accepted now is it isn't. An homage to GTA. Yeah. It's a parody of GTA. Like, GTA is so <laughs> big as a franchise yeah. that it warrants another series to parody it. Which, I mean, if you look at 3 and 4, which are the only ones of the Saints Row 
series that I've played. I mean, that's it's hard to take it as anything but a parody. A fun game, you know, it's it's very engaging. It's got a lot of cool mechanics. I, uh, Saints Row kind of dropped off for me. It got, I, I, three, I didn't like as much as two, and uh-huh. four, I love I'm, three. Not even, I'm not even going to play. Three four. has one of the best vehicles in any game ever, which is the VTOL, yeah. which is the hovering <laughs> plane that converts, transforms into a jet. Have you yeah. seen City? the conversion for four for that one? No, it's a giant eagle. It's a giant bald eagle. That, yeah, it That's really like off the rails, dude. And it's so like they, it's so shamelessly the same yeah. vehicle. And even when you get in it, it says VTOL control. Yeah, even though it's not called that anymore. When it when it it's in hover mode, the, the wings are flapping, yeah. and then when you convert to jet, it you know, <laughs> locks in place. Whenever you fire the missiles, it, it screams. The They're screams. both really self-referential games, though. Like they the uh, Keith David is is someone in Saints uh-huh. Row Four. And well, he's Keith David. He plays Row himself, 4. but yeah. earlier in Saints Row, he was the character of Julius. Uh-huh. And I think there's even a reference to that where one of them says, like, you sound like this guy. Yeah, like, they I do. Know, what are you talking about? Shut up. <laughs> so it, it, uh, Saints Row 5 will probably be out before GTA 6 is out. Uh, I would imagine. Probably if they're on so. the same and kind Saints of Saints Row 7, probably. Yeah. And well, Saints if Ro- they make one. I mean, because that studio went under, right? And then the property got p- picked up by uh, somebody else. Yeah. Some, uh, some company like Which, Well, it's still Volition that put it out. Uh-huh. Um, was it Take-Two that had it? That no, Take-Two is Rockstar, right? Oh, was yeah. it like silver something? Well, I'll, I'll do some facting here. Soon, yeah, but I anyway, want to point out. I know that they went under, and then first GTA game, the top-down PC one, and it was on PS One as well, um, and also on Game Boy Color. Did you play it? Yeah, yeah, I played the first one. I played the first one. I mean, one of one of the best things to do, and it was run over all the Garunga. Garunga. <laughs> yeah, you run over all the. What do you call those people? The Krishnas. The nuns. Yeah, Harry Krishnas, right? Yeah. Oh, is that what they were? Let's go to Moonies. You ever yeah. hear that? Moonies? They walked around chanting. No, I've never heard that. Yeah, they were like, and, <laughs> But that was 1997, the first one came out, and now 2013 Grand Theft Auto V is out. Saints Row, the first one released in 2006. Yeah. They've done four iterations of that game from 2006 to 2013. Wow. And uh, it's, Grand Theft Auto's been almost 15 years. No, over, it's like almost 16 years. Now. GTA 1 was actually a lot of fun online. It's a good game. <laughs> yeah, it's mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah. The, um, that, there's also a lot of references to... I, I heard on the radio in GTA V complaining about how people from Hollywood want all this money for, like, three <laughs> months' work and how people want, like, $20 million uh-huh. for three months. It's definitely just a jab at the dude that played Nico in GTA IV. Yeah. Oh, that's... Suddenly demanded... Is that in the, is that in the game? That's, yeah. They, they talk on, on the radio, radio about blah, blah, blah. Like, that's and, uh, totally a jab at yeah, the Yeah, it's guy. a jab at that dude because yeah. he made, like, hundred grand on GTA IV. Um, which is good money yeah. for three months' work. I'd take it. I would take it's that. It's a ton of dialogue. And um, he obviously had to go in a lot. Like, yeah. There were a lot of recording sessions, because a lot of like ancillary dialogue that you never even hear. Mm-hmm. But then when he found Michael out how much... Michael Hollick. Yeah, he found out how actor. much money the game made, and he was like, well, I want a percentage of that. Which That makes me wonder, like, when we got to this game now, which yeah. is, what, 800 million something now? It's yeah. stu- or, Is that the right number? Ash, you want to tell us some numbers on uh, GTA V? Hey, let me do a, a read, and you can yeah. get ready to tell us about that. I um, want to also thank our second sponsor for the patch. That's Pizza Hut. Pizza Hut is ahead of the game when it comes to online ordering, whether it's from your computer, tablet, smartphone, or Xbox 360. Getting your favorites has never been easier or more fun. The Xbox 360 app uses Connect, so you can create the pizza you love using hand motions. Let's see those hand motions, buddy. Uh, your controller or by voice command. And now, for a limited time, Pizza Hut is upping your game by giving you free... Microsoft points every time you order through Pizza Hut's Xbox 360 app. Score up to 4,000 points every time. Now, that's how you make it great. 
Okay, here's how it works. When a customer places an order on the Pizza Hut app, they receive an email containing a code for Microsoft points, which can be used to purchase games, downloadable content, custom avatars, Hulu Netflix subscriptions, and other premiums on Xbox 360. Upon redeeming the code, you find out how many points you've won at that time. Uh, everyone will get at least 100 points, but some will get 160, 480, 1,600, or 4,000 points. 4,000. Yeah, they definitely receive points and not dollars. And then uh, the way I understand it now on the 360, the way it works is when you enter a code that gives you points, it does the translation on purchase. Right. So it sees yeah. how many points you have. So 4,000 is like a significant amount. Yeah, it's I like, think at the current time... Yeah, 50 bucks or something, isn't it? Yeah, 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 I think so. Of the copy of the ad... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, was uh, yeah, it was a lot. I don't have I don't have it on here, unfortunately. Though I think it's fifty dollars. What they're estimating was the uh-huh. value of four thousand. Shall points. we talk to Ashley Jenkins? Ashley, why don't you tell us about some numbers for GTA Five? Right. So um, GTA Five, they sold eight hundred million dollars worth um, in the first twenty four hours. So we, uh, they obviously haven't reported in what they sold today. Probably a lot more. Um, but that's that's just in the first twenty four hours that the game was on sale, including midnight launches and, and pre-orders. You said- you said that there was a different game that broke a billion dollars, but it took 15 days? Yeah, so uh, Rockstar is actually in a really good position. They might beat out Call of Duty Black Ops 2 as the first game to reach a billion dollars. Black Ops 2 took wow. 15 days, and their, uh, their tw- first 24-hour sales were about $500 million. So Rockstar is about $300 Whoa. million ahead of Black Ops 2 for the first 24 hours. And um, all they need is another $200 million. No big deal, right? <laughs> you know, um, I mean, though, to, it's a, only two hundred million—that's a PC release, probably. Yeah. How does that, those numbers? How does that stack with the pre-orders? Does the the pre-order numbers? Yeah, that that includes pre-orders. That? Pre-order, okay. Like all like all of the pre-orders, they count as day one sales, essentially. Okay. So that's that's including all of that stuff. Um, and but it's hard to tell exactly how many copies they've sold. They haven't reported on, on those specific numbers yet because there were a whole bunch of different packages available that ranged from you know the standard 60 up to um, 150 for the, the like GameStop exclusive collector's edition. Um, and then you have you know your international pricing differences. Like there, it was probably over 100 something in Australia. Um, to figure that out. But even like even you know figuring those numbers out, they're probably around 10 million ish. Who gets the money for the strategy guides? Uh, Prima makes those. Don't I they? would. I typically the way those licenses work is that the company that publishes the book pays the developer or the publisher money to have the right to make the book, and then they make the money from the book. Or they might have to pay a royalty mm-hmm. on book sales. I mean, depends. I, there are all different structures. For that I'm kind amazed of stuff. that that's still worth doing at this point. I, I bought one. You <laughs> I absolutely. Why? The thing is this thick, dude. That that strategy guide. We have the internet. I know. You work for a company. That uh, makes the, the guides for the, the collectibles. I got it. It's right there. I, listen, I mean, listen, I'm a totally digital guy, right? I don't like normally like that stuff, but I bought the, the guide. Jack's making a map right now, and I'm saying <laughs> it's publicly, so he has to finish it. Jack, finish the map. And, uh, and it's, it's my I can't wait to use it. I can't wait for it. I love that the thing that I'm going to use to get achievements yeah. is being made right behind me. Yeah. It's like, that's exciting. To me. <laughs> and it's, it's, it, Jack is like a savant when it, when it he, comes to making those things. He's, and he loves doing it. He's like, amazing at it. I couldn't bear to do that. He, he was in Photoshop yesterday making the map, like just flying over, unlocking all the map. He loves that stuff. It's like whenever we play They're Minecraft. They're incredible. Whenever we play Minecraft and we're all, like, fighting the baddies and mining all this stuff, Jack will just be, like, tending to the farm. <laughs> like that guy. Like, growing carrots. The maintenance guy. Yeah. Yep. It's weird to have a guy that does Everybody that. Everybody needs a janitor. Well, thanks, Ash. Um, and you were asking me earlier, uh, was that the first game, uh, would that be the first thing to make a billion dollars? Has any mm-hmm. game made a billion dollars in a day? That's a question you asked me when we first yeah. discovered the number. 
And nothing has made a billion dollars in a day. There's never been a movie that's made a billion dollars in a day. I was shocked. That, I honestly didn't expect there to be a game that had made a billion dollars. That was surprising to me that there had been one that crossed that. Well, hasn't Minecraft made a billion dollars? Not a day, though. Has it made a billion now? Oh, yeah. Well, Black Call of Duty, Black Ops 2 has, has done it. Uh, has Minecraft made a billion dollars? Someone told me that it made like $200 million on Christmas Day. From licensing, and if you look at all the merchandise it. and all that, so it's Minecraft's a huge industry. Yeah, I mean, I, I would say the Minecraft knockoff industry is huge at this point. <laughs> um, yeah, so they they have licensing deals. You know, they have deals all across different places, different countries. You know, it's, what, a, it's one guy in Sweden. What's the guy that made Infinimina doing right now? I don't know. <laughs> it's a good question. Do you want to clarify what you mean by that? So Minecraft is a game based off. Infiniminer. So there was a game, called, called? a game called Infiniminer that was out before Minecraft. Which is basically a block-based world where you build and destroy blocks. So it's voxel-based. And what does that mean? Voxels. So it's the uh, boxes, basically. The cubes. Oh. The units. Ryan, I didn't go to college. <laughs> you want me to read you here from uh, Minecraft Wiki? What yeah. it says about Infiniminer? Infiniminer is an open-source, multiplayer, block-based, sandbox building and digging game. Uh, in which player... Did you miss a couple adjectives in there? I think there might have been a couple more <laughs> I know, things right? that it did. It's like amazing. It's like a, <laughs> like a run-on noun. How is that possible? In which the player is a miner searching for minerals by carving tunnels through procedurally generated voxel-based maps and building structures. Some would call that mining. It would be a lot faster if they said it's Minecraft. <laughs> it would be... We now have a word that means all those things. Infiniminer is commonly associated with Minecraft for giving Notch an idea on where to go with Minecraft, sometimes as a forerunner. Boy, they are really... Watching the verbiage wow. here, aren't they? Yeah. It was developed by Zactronic Industries and released in steps of incremental updates during April to May 2009. That's so it's, short it's basically the Xerox to Microsoft and Apple. Yeah, just that was a great idea. Let's I'm going to do that, but better. Yeah, it quickly garnered a following on message boards around the internet and inspired Notch to start working on Minecraft several weeks after it was discontinued. Okay. Like Minecraft, Infiniminer is a block-based digging building game. It was originally intended to be played as a team-based competitive game where the goal is to locate and ex- excavate precious metals. <gasps> Sounds like your Let's Plays. Uh, <laughs> players decide it was much more fun to build things and compete for points, even though one of the most popular prizes was a Tower of Gold. Why do you know that? Hmm. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, were about, we were about to owe a lot of royalties to somebody. Zagtronics discontinued development of the game less than a month after its first release. The source code was unobfuscated. I don't know what is the word obfuscated. Obfuscated. That means like concealment of uh, code and stuff, doesn't it? Well, to conceal, essentially. To make words I only know know. from context, Uh, which resulted in many hackers creating hacked clients and others who were unhappy with balancing uh, for causing it to fatally lose coherence. So they had forked versions of this. Fatally lose coherence. That's That's the best way to say a project died ever. It didn't die, it just became several smaller, weaker properties. I don't think Notch has. the nerdiest way of saying you're fucked. (laughs) Notch hasn't finished any other game that he's been working on, has he? Uh, He canceled the space game. Would you argue that this is finished? What? That Minecraft is done? No, I mean after Minecraft. He's started. Is it Minecraft? Yeah. He hasn't finished another game yet since the fucking world-changing game that he made, like, two years ago. What a bitch. That's still <laughs> not, not done. I'm just not insult. I'm just saying, he's... Yeah. Yeah. Notch, some, step it up. Where you at, man? <laughs> so I'm looking, I'm looking up here now, Scrolls, which was his follow-up. I'm pretty sure Scrolls came out, didn't it? Actually, Scrolls was done by another guy. Like, it, it's under the, the Mojang title, but I don't Jacob. think Notch did it. Jacob Porzer, yeah. which I know I'm not pronouncing correctly, because there's, like, 
15 accents in that name. <laughs> Does it have an umlaut? Yeah, no, it has a <laughs> like accent aigu. <laughs> is, is it aigu or... There's even a tilde in there? Yeah. I don't know what it's and, doing. And yeah. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're making fun of his name, but he's Sorry, dude, a multi-billion got, dollar yeah. game. It's scroll, I played that a little bit. It's an interesting game. It's kind of... It's a card game, right? Well, sort of. It's like a card game slash, I'd almost say, tower defense. Yeah. Like, it has to do... You not only play your cards, almost sort of like Magic the Gathering or something like that, but they're different lanes. Kind of like, uh, actually, maybe a good analogy would be Plants vs. Zombies, because oh, okay. you have to defend lanes. Only you can move your pieces up and down, but your monsters are attacking this way, and you have defense points at this end. And then, yeah, you use cards to put new monsters out, new defenses and spells and things like that. It's actually a pretty interesting game. Um, Why haven't we done a Let's Play? I, I, well, it's on the back based? of how that Magic the Gathering See, I'm so sad. I wasn't around for the Magic the Gathering Let's Play they did. And yeah. none of them will let me see it to see how bad it was. So did you guys play it on a digital version of it? Yeah. Or did you play like a we physical? We played it on Xbox Live. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you know... I- I mean, I understand it. Like, you said it would take 45 minutes of explaining how to tap mana. I No, no, it did take 45 minutes okay. of explaining it to get, uh, let's see. Michael actually, I think, knows how to play, but he was pretending he didn't. Ah. And then Ray and Jeff, who I had to drag through the experience, and then they all killed me immediately. <laughs> they all teamed up on me and killed me, so then they didn't, were just like... That's kind of like the Achievement Hunter MO, though, isn't it? It's <laughs> like, eliminate the smartest person in the room, and that way we're all good. Yeah. <laughs> Level the playing field. Yeah, who knows the most about this game? Kill them immediately. And for some reason, Jack is always surprised by that. Like, we will screw each other over constantly. It's like, eh. You do it to Jack, and he's like, the hell, man? Yeah. Like, when I knocked him down that hole, when I knocked him down <laughs> Felix Bumgarner. That was an awesome moment. Yeah. Uh, do, you want, do you want to take a moment to indulge a technology futurist kind of idea or thought? Sure, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, bring it on. So, I, and I think I was talking about after the patch last time. Uh, there was an arcade cabinet that I remember from when I was a kid called Time Traveler. It was a holographic game. Do you remember this one? A very, it's a Sega game. Yeah, and it was uh, the same guy. Holographic. That, well, it's the same guy that did like the Dragon's Lair and Space Ace. So it's that thing where you just move the joystick in time with a flash. But Isn't that Don Bluth that did those? Was it? I'll look it up. Go ahead. Um, but it was a freestanding cabinet, and instead of a screen, it had like a dome sort of thing, a half dome, and then th- it was projected in front of you. So there was, I'm sure it was just a mirror, but it created the effect of a hologram right here in front of you where you played, uh, and that's the screen, was just this holographic area. Uh, of course, you, you know, couldn't do this and see different sides of it. It was right. still just a projection screen, but it was a really cool idea. Uh, and that kind of leads in. oh, there you go, yeah. Yeah, it was like a dome. You had to look into it. But, you know, the idea of having these freestanding holograms has always been one of those future things. Like, you know, someday we'll have this hologram that's floating in air. Says the guy who has a 3D printer on his desk. I do. That's not holographic, though. No, I know, but it's like such a futuristic thing. Like, oh, I want to make a coin <laughs> make here. Make a thing. We'll just yeah. make it. Um, but do you think that that technology now has been kind of eliminated by the idea of augmented reality? I mean, because... If you can do that on a screen, on your glasses, or in your contacts, then yeah, why would you ever need a real freestanding hologram? It will all be done at your at the eye level. Yeah. You won't need it to be done in front of you. Although, that, you'll be the only one who can see it, though. Well, no. I mean, if you have a sort of a Wi-Fi connection to this, where it's a shared experience, it's synced between multiple viewers, yeah. I mean, you could take that technology and you have You know that. how that, that um, app, WordLens, will replace mm-hmm. words and change into a different language? Yep. They should make one where every... Sign is replaced with a dick. <laughs> the barb lens, yeah. basically. Just dick vision. And you could probably very <laughs> real. You could Why probably would you bear, go there? I don't know, just like a, a, he has a funny to. thing. It's Which a reminds me, then there, there's like a YouTube or a browser app that you can, that uh, plug in that will turn certain words into other words. 
And I've seen people sometimes in comments were talking about, oh, man, this, this title of this video confused me so much until I realized that I had my thing that turned uh, yeah, the yeah, word yeah. the like into a, butts. Yeah, like a filter. We used to do yeah. that on the forum. Let me explain but. to you just what just went down here. So just, do you want to have a futuristic discussion? A near future technology thing? <laughs> he goes this big long explanation. I drove it And then Gavin goes, what if everything was a dick? <laughs> everything you've ever seen. But that would be a funny, like where I was going with that is what the Google Glass thing. It will put yeah. stuff. Does it, I don't, I've never done it. But say it could do the whole augmented reality thing like a phone can. Imagine if you could just upload a virus to someone's Google the Glass. The dick virus? And everything's dicks. You're infected with dick? Yeah. <laughs> the the weirdest technological STD ever. Yeah, it'd be the digitally transmitted disease. <laughs> Just dicks on everything. Yeah, you know somebody would do that. We once had said, "Why don't they put a sensor in the footballs at a game mm-hmm. so the camera always stays with a football or with like a golf ball? Why don't they put a sensor in there? The cameras can find them at all, at all points of time." And my friend who is with us, who's not at all technologically inclined in any way, goes, "Because some fucking nerd would bring a goddamn sensor to the thing and get on TV all the time." I go, "You're absolutely right. You <laughs> nailed it." He'd be like some di- some dickhead with a sensor waving. At the I camera. like that there's technology there that's waiting to happen. That's such a good idea. But then you remember that humans are assholes. Right? There's no point making it. <laughs> just fuck it up. Yeah. Technology directed by trolls. But yeah. we're running out of time. But let me let me answer your question. My thoughts yeah. on that is, um, so I always think that like the idea of technology that is going to be important to us, and that when we actually get it, it's mm-hmm. not necessarily as groundbreaking as we think uh-huh. it is, or it doesn't. It's not a game changer. Um, the, the best example I use of that is when I was growing up, people had phones, and the idea of having a video phone was like mm-hmm. the best thing ever. That like this is like such futuristic technology that you would see the person you're talking to, and now we have video conferencing on everything. Don't fucking use it. No. Don't couldn't care less about it. If I get a video call, I'm like, what the fuck? No, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you never want I, that. I use it all the time because I FaceTime with my family at home. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But I would love it if you could just do the audio, like FaceTime audio. I think that's actually a new feature now. Really? I only use FaceTime because it's so it's free. like Skype. Yeah. But I, I have to do video. You can't do audio FaceTime. It but makes me think, do. like, if we got flying cars, I'd be like, I don't want those. Fuck, wants to fly. Well, this was yeah. a great idea, but yeah, the gas mileage isn't great. I think I'll just walk. There's all these it ta- it damn, takes- like, bridges <laughs> and overhangs that I keep driving I into. I keep running over birds. Yeah. It takes 15 minutes to land. You know? <laughs> it's so Forget expensive it. to pay the bald eagle fine and just run one of those down. It does seem like when you're flying, like, when I'm flying, and I fly a lot, it seems like most of the in trip... In a car or in a plane? <laughs> in a plane. It seems like most of my time is spent on like an approach to landing or from taking off. Because that's the time when you can't use electronics. Yeah, because you're just sitting there like yeah. you, you, you're, you're more conscious of the time. But it's there's, like there are thirty minutes of the time yeah. and the three hour flight is landing the plane. There's a, there, yeah, there's there's some things in life that just take longer than the whole day. Yeah, mm-hmm. like landing on a plane is like five hours long compared to the rest of the day. Well, it's I mean it's a funny parallel because the same thing happens to me driving home from here. It'll take me ten minutes to get on thirty five, then I'll fly down thirty five for. 20 minutes, and then it'll take me another 10 minutes just going the mile at the other end of my to get up to my house. Taking a dump without a phone. Take, sure. Takes a long time. He's so good at that. Off the rails. Completely off the rails. Should we kill it? Technology dicks. Well, we're going to thank our sponsors, Hulu Plus and Pizza Hut. Uh, hey, thank you all for watching this week's episode of The Patch. If you have any thoughts about GTA 5, Saints Row 4, or Infominer, we'd love to hear it. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Ryan, Gavin, thank you for joining thank us. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye, love you. Bye. Bye.